are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Without a body, what would Jesus be able to do on this planet today? Just ask yourself this. Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. The Bible says he's going to stay right there until his enemies have made his footstool. What could Jesus do from heaven toward this earth when he has the glorified body seated at the right hand of the Father and he is limited to that spot in his physical glorified body until his enemies are put on their feet? What is he going to do about the situation here on earth? He told the disciples I will send the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. And he said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come unto you. So he came back in the person of the Holy Spirit and got inside you as the believers. And even though he's seated now at the right hand of the Father, he lives inside you on this planet. A body thou hast prepared me. The only body that Jesus has on this planet today is the church, the body of Christ. Are y'all still out there? Did you all go home? Huh? <laughs> Let me know once in a while. <laughs> Glory be to God. We're the body of Christ. He's depending on this body for his authority on this planet. Can you see that? Does this make any sense to you at all? Without the body of Christ, the church on this planet, what could Jesus do in his glorified Godhead powers there in heaven with Genesis 1 as it is that he's given authority of this earth to man? What could he do? See, that's the reason God had to make these covenants all down through the years. Made him with Abraham when he got ready to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Come talk to Abraham about it. That was his access into this earth, into this planet. Now, a body, he says, thou hast prepared me. That physical body gave him authority on this planet. And now the body of Christ, the church, gives Jesus authority on this planet through you as a believer. Glory be to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank God. Now, let's go into some areas and see... What kind of situation that we have here to deal with the principalities and powers? Go with me to Ephesians chapter 6. The Apostle Paul writing to the church at Ephesus, verse 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now I want you to notice, Paul says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He doesn't say a thing about us being strong in ourselves. Sometimes we get criticized for teaching a strong message that we are the body of Christ and that Jesus is working through us today and he needs us to fulfill his plan here on this earth. And people say, well, you must think you're deity. No, we're not deity. But thank God we're joint heirs with Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Now, here he says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Don't put on just part of it. That you may be able to stand. In other words, the indication is that if you don't put it on, you won't be able to stand. You might try, but you wouldn't be able. He says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Now, this is one of the problems that we face daily, and all of us face it. You meet with some individual that is just seemingly inspired of the devil to harass you in some way. And if you're not careful, you get mad at them, and you begin to wrestle against them, against the individual, and get in strife. And where there is strife, there is confusion in every evil work. Paul says we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. And if you are, you're in the wrong fight. It is the spirit behind that individual that you need to take authority over. Now he says against principalities, against powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Go with me there to Daniel, the 10th chapter. Here's a prime example of what the apostle Paul is saying here. Daniel is fasting and praying concerning some things that he didn't have an understanding of. Verse 2, it says, In those days I, Daniel, was in mourning three full weeks. I ate no pleasant bread, neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth, neither did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. And in the fourth and twentieth day of the first month, as I was by the side of the great river, then I lifted up mine eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose loins were girded with fine gold. Come down to verse 12. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, from the first day that thou didst set thy heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. Say it with me. I am come for thy words. Why did the angel come to Daniel? Because of Daniel's words. Now, in teaching on angels you'll find that angels got involved in people's affairs because of their words. An angel came to Cornelius' house and said, Your prayer has come up as a memorial before God. Now, see, the authority of a man to pray and to get supernatural intervention from heaven here Daniel prayed. The angel said, I've come because of your words. But he said, we heard you the first day. And he started the first day. But he said, the prince of the king of Persia withstood me 21 days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes came to help me. And I remained there with the king of Persia. Now I'm come to make thee to understand what shall befall the people in the latter days. For yet the vision is for many days. Now, what he's saying here is that we had to battle our way through the principalities and the powers. Now, this is what the Apostle Paul is referring to. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's not because that God doesn't want your prayers answered that it hasn't happened yet, some of the things that you've believed God for. There is alien spirits on this planet that has set up a kingdom in the atmosphere above the earth to stop the things that you pray for from coming into being. 
And it takes some intercession sometimes to break through that. This is why it's vital that you understand your authority as a resident of this planet to take authority over the principalities, the powers, and call down the spiritual wickedness in high places and cast them down. God can't do that himself. Are you listening to me? Now, you need to get this. God can't do that himself. An individual from this earth has to do it. Now, God will furnish the anointing, but he can't do it himself. If God were going to do that himself, he'd wipe the whole thing out now and get it over with. We all go in the millennium in the morning. But it was not set up that way. Someone has said, and very aptly, said, it seems that God will not do anything unless some man or some individual from the earth prays it or requests it. And that's true. You search it out in the Bible. We have a part to play in this thing. Someone said, well, why doesn't God just straighten all this stuff out? You know, you see these bumper stickers all the time. And, and it really creates more confusion. You know, people think they're really advertising God, a bumper sticker says, God has everything under control. Well, now, if he does, he's really got it in a mess. <laughs> well, you see, that's not really true. God does not have everything under control on this planet Earth. He has an overall control. He's prophesied from the beginning what the end is going to be. And you can just mark it down, Mac, it's going to be just that way. But in the interim time, until the lease on this planet runs out, then it's up to mankind what's going to take place in between. God's not up there in heaven pulling strings and saying, well, uh, Reagan will be president this year and somebody will be, you know, the next term. No, you the people vote. You get a direction from God and you vote. You have authority on this planet. And I'll tell you what, when you get into the book of Ephesians where it talks about he's given us apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the fullness of the stature of Christ himself. Unity of the faith. Now, I don't know that we'll ever come into unity of doctrine. We need to quit bickering and fussing about little petty doctrinal things. <laughs> uh, like once saved, always saved. I don't want out. Forget it, Mac, you know. But the unity of the faith. And I believe you're going to see a day, and I believe it's happening even now, that the Christians are going to come and unite in the unity for a common cause, and that is to defeat, destroy, and undo the works the devil has done in our government, in our nation, and change the situations in this nation. And it's time that the Christians begin to vote and get out there and do something about the wickedness in government. <laughs> Glory be to God. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our offer this week is book offer number 7504, 7504, Your Spiritual Authority. 
It's a 180-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $15. Now, this book, Your Spiritual Authority, was formerly entitled Authority in Three Worlds. So some of you may have it. We've put a new cover on it. We've changed the title, and it'll be a blessing to you. It's entitled Your Spiritual Authority. Now, here's some of the things we talk about in this. We talk about the fact that your body gives you authority on this planet. Man under authority is the title of the first chapter. Then chapter 2 is entitled In His Image. Chapter 3 is Dominion Through Words. Did you know that the Word of God gives you authority and dominion on this planet? Genesis chapter 1, God said, Let us make man in our image and our likeness. Let them have dominion. So dominion through words. We speak words based on the authority of the Word of God. Chapter 4 is keys to understanding the Bible. Chapter 5 is Noah's covenant. Chapter 6 is Abraham's covenant. Chapter 8 is authority of the body. Did you know that your body gives you authority on this planet? That's the reason Jesus had to be born with a flesh, blood, and bone body. Because it gave him authority here. But God anointed him after he was 30 years of age with healing power and the anointing of God to destroy the works of the devil. He had the authority to before he was 30, but when God anointed him, he began to destroy the works of the devil. That's your spiritual authority, 180-page paperback, for $11 plus $4 postage and handling. That's a total of $15. We have a toll-free order line. 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.